beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Well, I wonder what you're thinking about the title of this podcast and what Star Wars has to do with all of this. (laughs) This has been quite an awakening, even my own, just going deeper and deeper into really connecting with God and asking what this is all about and needing to see the truth. I found myself about a week ago or so getting very angry. If you hear me moving around, I'm going to go let uh, Macy out. (laughs) She wants to go out. Of course, I just started recording. She was sleeping, and now she's like, Mommy, I want your attention, Just just like all other children, right? So as I've been watching what's going on around the world, I found myself getting very angry. Angry at what was happening to people. Now, this podcast, just so you know, um, if you have young children listening to this, this would not be one to share with them. And this is not a fear-based podcast, but I'm going to be talking about things that really they aren't aware of and they don't need to be, because it is honestly a message for the rest of us. (laughs) I've been mentioning in my private groups and in my monthly membership group, the Angel Ambassadors, that the Rainbow Crew are oblivious to this, what's happening. Like, they're so protected, they are so surrounded, and, but, you know, that's what they came to do to help us all heal. And so just the energy coming in, this rainbow wave of love coming into the planet is exposing I'm just going to use the word darkness, and that's not from an ego sense. It's just so that you can maybe just put a word with what's happening. So you'll either resonate with this podcast or you won't, and it doesn't matter to me because I still have to speak about what I am discovering. First of all, I think there are so many lightworkers that are so fearful of the dark that they won't even look at it, so they won't, they don't want to, you know, acknowledge that there's any darkness there. There's no way that this darkness could be doing anything. Nope, because if I look at it, then I've got to face it. We are so powerful. We are so powerful. We can even look at the darkness and still overcome. So I found myself a week and a half ago, somewhere around there, 
getting very angry because I was, you know, literally the veil is lifted and many more people are seeing what's happening. If you don't notice it, it's repeats of past lives. These are, it's a repeat. And basically, creating such a vibration of fear and control. I mean, it's all under fear, but the control, fear-based tactics, even turning all of us against one another to the point that literally people are saying, if you go out of your house without a mask, you might kill me or my grandmother or my... Now, first of all, yes, people are dying. Yes, I do know that. Yes, I believe that. It is happening. This is not to say that this virus doesn't exist. It's to shed some light on perhaps why it's here. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not getting into all the scientific data and all the whistleblowers. and I mean, you can find all that on your own. But you do at least need to be aware of possibilities that maybe, just maybe, this isn't as they've been telling us. So however, wherever you are in this situation, I'm recording this at the time of the coronavirus, that... Wherever you are, try to at least have an open, openness. <laughs> I was going to say open mind, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. Just try to be open to watching something or hearing something and just even asking God, like, show me through your eyes. So that's what I've done for years now, especially when I get really caught up in stuff vibrationally. So a week and a half ago, I was just so angry I was so angry that they're hurting people, that they, we're going to get to that in a minute, that they're hurting people, that they're harvesting light. Please don't, don't go do a dark space with that because what I was shown was the light in all of this, and that's what I want to share with you. Knowledge is power. Do you understand? So right now it's let's create fear, divide and conquer. So wait, isolate, don't go out of your house, don't touch anyone, don't touch your face. Divide and conquer. Now, I'm not here screaming conspiracy theory because that's actually not where I'm going to end up with this. I was shown a grander thing, and it all ties into <laughs> Star Wars, which it's so bizarre because God showed me yesterday how this is so similar to the Star Wars series, and I will get to that. And then I get online to post something, and there's all these posts you know, May the 4th be with you. It's May 4th when I'm recording this. And I'm like, oh my God. So there was my wink. So I get winks. You know, I have conversations with God and then boom, there's the wink. So I, don't, I wonder if you've ever heard my podcast where I talked about seeing someone's eyes turn black. Number one, if you think, oh, you know what? I need to stop this now because now she's going to start talking about something that I'm scared to know about or that I don't need to know about you do need to know about it, okay? You need to know about it because you're going to learn how much more powerful you are than it. So many people don't realize that. So I did a podcast talking about, you know, that I've seen a few people's eyes turn black. And in the Angel Ambassadors, my monthly club, we're doing stuff all week long, like little like kind of like the daily dose of Julia, if you could even take that. 
Um, <laughs> but we're doing a lot of, you know, pulling in the light and the light codes and spreading it around the earth and anchoring in the earth and uh, dealing with the darkness, the dark that is happening. So believe it or not, I hold back a lot. And I realize that Yes, I'm here to preach light, and yes, we are going to conquer all of this, but we also, as lightworkers, need to just be aware. Just be aware. But I was really actually shocked at what God showed me. So a week and a half ago, I'm angry, I'm pissed, I am like blasting stuff on social media, and I just, you know, I heard God say, come back to me, which means to me, when he says come back to me, let's go do that that 21-day meditation at the mountain. That's literally what I do. I go walk a nearby mountain. It's about 40 minutes from my house. It's called Elk Mountain. And I always commit. It's a 21-day meditation. I go walk. I walk and I uh, talk to God. And it's usually, you know, a day or two. It, it really starts releasing things from me quickly. But I just begin getting more clarity because I, I know to ask questions. And I'll say, God, show me through your eyes what this is. What is the truth here? So I've seen people's eyes turn black well, the first time, in case you didn't hear that po podcast. The first time, Michael and I were at a craft brewery place. And, you know, they craft their own beer, and, and they have good food, and we're sitting there. It's middle of a Sunday afternoon. I think we might have been on the motorcycle, not positive. Sitting there, two gentlemen come and sit by me, and they order their beers. And they start talking about a property that they're looking at. They're looking to buy this big property. Now, I'm not going to remember all of the details of the conversation, but I remember they were talking loud enough and then looking at me, kind of pulling us into the conversations just to listen. You know how people do that. It's not eavesdropping. It's like, oh, well, we're kind of in this conversation with you now. So I was asking about the different places they looked and asking where they were from. And I just had all these questions. And we we're just having a nice conversation. And I said, you know, your property sounds amazing. I'm looking for some myself for a retreat for children to really help them, you know, remember the magic about life and not get caught up in all the programs. Keyword programs, by the way, here. You're going to learn a little bit. The programs and all the stuff. And the gentleman sitting next to me looked at me. His eyes turned black, the entire eye. And he said, don't you dare teach the children that. Yes, that happened. Yes, it freaked me out because I'd never had that happen before. Now, let me just say through my journey, my team, God, angels, Jesus, Mary, you know, my team, they're going to bring me what I need to know next when I'm ready for it. So the gentleman's eyes turned black. Now, one of my, one of the participants in Angels Ambassadors, my, it's my monthly membership, she asked me in a call the other day, we were on a live call because we do live calls every week. She said, Julia, I meant to ask you about this. So did you see in your mind's eye that they turned black or did they physically turn black? And I said, they turned black. <laughs> so when his eyes turned black and he said that to me and it was in a threatening tone, I was in shock kind of. And I got up from my seat and I went into the restroom and I sat in there and I think I was crying and then I was shaking and I just didn't even, I didn't even know what just happened. Because if you're like me most of my life, right? I see light everywhere. I don't see that stuff. It doesn't exist because I see light only. Well, yes, I do believe that there is light in everything, and I'm also going to get to that in a little bit. So that was the first time that I witnessed that. 
finally I came out of the restroom. You know, Michael, God love him. He's the best person for me because I can do crazy shit like that. He didn't even know what had happened. He just knew I was gone a very long time. And he just waits. And I came out and I said, we're leaving. We need to go. I didn't say we're leaving. I, said, I think I said, you know, we need to go. And the guy next to me is like, uh, did I say something to upset you? Or Now, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to say this. He does not know what happened, okay? Literally was a channeled message through him to try to scare me, for real. So, you know, that was bizarre. And then it was a while, you know, several months, and I began working with a young lady who I have been just sending so much gratitude here recently because she taught me so much of what is actually out there. And, you know, as I've grown through it, learning that I truly can view any of it from a space of love. But it is working through the experience and asking God, show me the truth when I'm able to do that. So this young lady that I was working with um, had opened up to all this stuff. She could channel from just about anywhere in the universe. It was, it blew me away. You know, we worked together trying to I don't know what we're trying to do. I guess, you know, she was brought to me so that I could learn, so I could learn even more. And I was just thinking about this before I got on. If you heard the podcast where I was at Angel Valley holding one of my retreats, I was there the night before anyone else got there. So I stay there one night before everyone, at least one night, just to get it, just, you know, get acclimated with the land again and just just be with the land before everyone comes. And it is a little eerie only because you're alone on this whole massive property (laughs) and you're staying in your little bungalow. And maybe it was eerie this one night just because my soul must have known what was going to happen. It's when the uh, leader of the Pleiadian, Arcturian, and Archangel Michael came in my room. And I did a podcast about that. You can look back for that podcast. I can't remember the title off the top of my head. But I went to sleep, and it was about 1 a.m. It was exactly 1 a.m. I woke up, but I knew there was someone standing at the end of my bed. Like I knew there was someone in my room. Now, I actually talk with parents about this often. A child might be fearful of what's in their room. And yes, it could be something dark, but it also could be an angel, but it's still going to feel different. It's just going to be a different vibe, so it might freak them out. Because, right, we just go right to our head and what this is, and it's a scary thing when it could be angels filling our space. Well, it felt weird. I knew there was something there, and I just basically was like, just tell me who this is. Tell me who you are. I, I can't remember if I said that or if I said Archangel Michael. Show me who this is. I don't know. But immediately, whatever I said, it was on the left the leader of Pleiadians, I think, in the middle, Arcturian. Archangel Michael was on the right. I knew that. I remembered that. I can't remember which one was on the left or middle. So I knew that's who it was. And I knew, you know, I know these are light beings, amazing light beings. And I do know that these beings work together for good, for love, for peace, and are helping all of us. So I knew this was an amazing, you know, crew. And I'm sitting here going, why would they come visit me? You know, <laughs> we always, don't we 
we always go to that space, right? Why would it be me? Why would it be me? So I just knew something was going to happen. I laid back down, literally put the blanket up to my eyes, <laughs> like a little kid does, right? And I just said, okay, whatever you're here to do, let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. I didn't know what it was. But then right when I said, okay, let's go, I felt... Now, you'll have to listen to that podcast to get all the details perfectly. It's just been a while, and a lot more things have happened since then. So I think it was the vibration in my head first on my, not, not a painful vibration. I just felt vibrating inside my head and the outside. Like, basically, I felt something was activating something in my third eye, and it was act, like in the side of my head, I think, or my temple. It was right in that area. So that started vibrating, and then my uh, sacrum, not my sacrum, my pubic bone started vibrating. Like just this internal vibration and it was like activating things. Things were activating. That's just what I got. I didn't know what was going on. But it felt wild that something was just done with me, whatever that is. I do know now, well, I, at least I feel that it was, it was activation so that I, this veil would f fall away so that I could see the truth because I was finally ready because I could see the truth and find my way back into the love and light of that truth. And this has all to do with then seeing the people's eyes turn black. Now, can everyone see that? No, because they're not ready to. I mean, there's just, not everyone can, but you can look it up. People actually talk about it. But don't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where I'm saying. These programs that we've been that have been instilled in us, that's the programs that are trying to stop us from seeing the truth. Now, I'm going to get to that too. So I was working with this young lady. You know, she could shape shift. Her body would shift. Her face would shift. Her voice would shift. Her tone of voice, her demeanor. Some of the beings were beautiful light beings talking, and others were not. I mean, would say nasty things, would... Um, so one of the things that she channeled was her eyes turned, she just sat back, her eyes turned black. She had no expression and she did not blink for several minutes. She stared at me. She did not budge. She stared at me with those black eyes and then did this motion like when you, you know, like off with your head, you know, this little sword motion at your neck. She did that and then she pointed at me in the screen. And I'm sitting here going, holy shit, this is wild. Like I'm, I'm mesmerized because I'm just like, I'm just blown away. So I actually, she, she just sat there. She wouldn't, and I just started screaming her name. I said, you come back right now. I'm going to hang up. You come back right now. I was like yelling at her to come back because I didn't know. This is my first experience with this, all this stuff. I was like, I didn't know what was happening. Here goes the two little wrestling fur babies. So if you hear them in the background. <laughs> so that all, you know, that was a learning experience for me. Well, then I started learning, you know, universe angels brought me the name Draconian in a meditation. I wasn't quite sure what that meant yet. And I started learning about that. Okay, now, goodness, those dogs. And so that's what I realized, that this Draconian energy was or could 
channel through people. That's what I thought at the beginning. Okay, so they're whatever. They're just sending me messages through these people, trying to scare me. That just made me feel more powerful. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I did just have my first video taken down from YouTube. That's another thing that's happening, but I'll talk about that in a second, in a minute. Okay, so I'm working with this young lady. That happens. Then I start learning more and more, and I'm like questioning. Is it even me questioning? Like, is this for? Is this true? Like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. I thought everything's from light. How can this be true? How can there be this soulless being? This is like my past year, by the way. I'm telling you this whole story <laughs> of not past year, years that's bringing to how this all has to do with Star Wars, believe it or not. But you kind of need the whole backstory and you need, to, you need all the information so that then you can make up your own mind, right? Just sharing what's happened for me. So on to the third time that I experienced this black-eyed beings. And by the way, they literally turn black. It's the craziest looking thing. And then they go back to whatever color it was. And no, not everyone sees it. Again, it was just the time for me to begin learning more and understanding because this all has to do with, yes, the Star Wars series, but also birthing New Earth because that is what's, that's what's happening right now is this um, the light becoming so strong that the darkness is going to try anything to stop it because they know they're losing. Yes, they're wrestling again, <laughs> if you can hear them. So started working with a, a young lady, doing some things with her. And, you know, even met her son. Her son, like, took to me immediately. He actually started crying as soon as he saw me. He'd never met me. This is something that happens. It, it does happen sometimes. I am a... a a kid magnet, but I think you've all heard of the Rainbow Crew by now, and I've had so many lifetimes of teaching and mentoring the kids. They know me. It's like a soul recognizing a soul. Same goes, though, for souls that recognize me that are still caught up in a, in like a story in a past life that is not the truth, uh, and they actually hate me. I've heard, I hear it from haters, too. Oh, in fact, that reminds me, the young lady that could shapeshift and channel all these different beings... One of the beings she turned into was a little girl who was in a lifetime with me where I was teaching the children. I mean, she was even like, mommy, mommy. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. Like, I knew what was coming because I'd seen that lifetime. And if you haven't heard me talk about it, it's where I am teaching and mentoring the kids to help them remain in their magic. Like, don't ever forget your magic. Don't ever forget, you know, you're going to stay in the light. This is how you do it. And they took all the children into a building. There were so many. And they lit the building on fire. They lit them on fire, and I, they made me stand outside and listen to it. I could hear them screaming. It's, it's even, to this day, if I go to a grocery store or I'm at a restaurant and, and a, a child starts crying, I, I can make it through that now, but if it is some you know, child that's inconsolable and just continues, I actually will start tearing up and I have to leave. I mean, it's hitting me now. I could, I could almost start crying about that, just even mentioning it. Just still, that sound. It's like that haunting sound. And I've gone back in that past life with my mentor, and we've healed the stuff. But this young girl that I was working with, she started, you know, she was one of the little girls. And she was, Mommy, you know, so happy. And then all of a sudden, and I know what's happening, she's moving in the story. She's like, Oh, my God, where'd you go? 
they locked us in here. And I don't have the words correct. It's, this is kind of what she was saying, though. It's dark in here. We're scared. And you're not here. Why aren't you coming? And it's, I'm just like, oh, my God. She only remembers that part. And she just kept on going like, why didn't you, why aren't you there? You left us. And she's getting angry and she's crying. And I'm yelling and I'm like, go higher. See the truth. I'm like, see the truth from higher up. See the truth. And all of a sudden, her demeanor just calms. Or she just kind of like has, this, she has her eyes closed by the time, just with this, this particular being, her eyes were closed the whole time. And she kind of has this kind of like question look on her face. And she goes, oh, my God, they took you. They made you listen, and they took you away. And I was just had this huge relief. I was like, yes, I didn't leave you. So I, I'm sharing all of this because it's so profound what's going on. And so even knowing... Now, I know so many people I meet, we've, we've been around the block together. You know, we've been here, done things together before. And it just, it just you, sometimes you just don't know what happened. If you have not gone back and done the work and looked to see what that past life was, then you will be caught up in the loop that is not the truth. It's, I mean, that's the truth. You will be caught in the loop of... I'm just going to use me as an example. Either I have to be with her all the time. She's going to fix me. She's going to fix everything. Or you're going to be like, she abandoned me and I hate her. I get that a lot. It's another thing that came up in our, my mediumship angel intuitive course that just taught this past week. I was telling them how, you know, I had a recent reading with my own mentor, just about some things. And I didn't even say anything about it. My mentor actually said, wow, there are a lot of people that, are very angry with you, or they're jealous of you, or they're this and that. And I said, I know, Jackie. I feel it all the time. I know there is. And she goes, wow, they don't even have a clue on why they feel that way. They think they know, but they don't know. And I said, I know, Jackie. So, but I, we, you know, we talked through it, and, and she's like, that can't stop you. And I said, well, this I know too. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, the young lady that I'm working with, and then her son meets me, and he gets emotional just meeting me, and she was like, wow, I, I don't even know what just happened. And I said, well, just kids sometimes, that's just how they are when they meet me, whatever that, whatever that means, a soul recognizing a soul. And I started asking her things about him. So I was trying to help them kind of work through some things. And she was you know, guided to me or led to me somehow accidentally or however that happened. This is what I hear all the time as well. well. It was an accident. It was not an accident. I can say that. So she started talking about her son sleepwalking at night. And I just started seeing what was happening. And I said, oh, my God, this is, do his eyes turn black? And she said, yes, they do. They turn black. And she goes, I literally think he's going to kill me or something. And I said, holy shit, like, we've got draconian energy there, and we need to take care of this. Like, we need to just get this sucker off. <laughs> sucker. I might not have used that word. But I said, uh, we've got to, we can take care of this. Well, we did some work together, and then we separated. We didn't work together any longer, and I don't know where they are now, but I'm just saying it was another example of the eyes turning black. So this was all leading up, you know, I'm learning about this draconian energy and how they are 
uh, mind manipulators and have instilled programs. And it all just started making sense to me. I said, oh my God. So this is a really, this is going to get really good, believe it. <laughs> if it's not good enough already. So I'm not throwing out, I'm not throwing out opinions. I'm just going to say perhaps that has something to do with what's happening now with the coronavirus. I'm just, if you don't resonate with that, that's cool. It doesn't really matter to me. But as I'm walking on this mountain, right, week and a half ago, God says, look, get back with me because you're so angry at what you see happening. You can't hear me clearly right now. Now, I didn't know what that meant yet. But what I started understanding just on day two and day three walking. So it's a commitment. It's three hours of my day to go to this mountain every day. Plus on top of my, you know, my platform, my work and all this. So I know this is a commitment when I say this. And I've done these meditations with him before. In fact, a couple summers ago, I went for a 21-day meditation and I was talking to Jesus like every day. Jesus, talk to me, be with me. I like, I don't know why. When I go, there's like no one else there usually. It's just me. But this one day, I'm sitting there, and I'm meditating. I'm sitting in the back of my car. It was my, my old car. I opened the back open, and I just sat there, and I was meditating, looking at the mountain, facing the mountain. And this car drove up, and this gentleman gets out, just one, one man. It's a little older man. He's walking around the parking lot, kind of like what I do. I walk the parking lot. I walk the hills, whatever I feel like walking. And he comes by. He's like, hello. And I said, hey, nice to, hey, it's a beautiful day, something like this. He keeps on walking, goes back around the whole thing again, comes back the second time. Well, you're still here. I said, oh, yeah. I said, I'll be here a while. I love it here. Going around again, he comes up the third time and he says, well, if we're going to keep meeting like this, we should, you know, know each other's names. And I said, well, my name's Julia. And he said, well, nice to meet you. My name's Dominic. So I knew, I just know. There's one person here, the name is Dominic. I need to look up what that means. Dominic means Lord. And I'd been talking to Jesus, and there's one man here with the name Dominic, which means Lord. Wink, right? <laughs> so I'm doing this 21-day meditation. I'm in, currently in it now. Each day, I'm getting so much more information. I started asking because, all right, God, I know what I'm dealing with now, or we. I know what we're dealing with. We have these dark forces. Yes, draconian energy. I understand that. But if we all come from you, the light, which I have always believed that, why are they harvesting light from others? Why don't, why, I don't understand. Show me, show me more about this. Show, I need to understand this. So I see things visually in my head like a movie. I didn't always but it's something that morphed over time. Just know that, you know, if you do this work or you're getting started, your abilities will shift and change as you grow. So I'm walking the other day and I see this little light, little tiny light out in the universe, this little tiny light. It's just this white light and it's just moving around, but it's in this deep, dark black hole. And I hear the word organism. Now, this is just what I'm getting. You might think I'm totally off my rocker. That's okay. I have to still share just in case it helps you something. Something might trigger in you. Something might happen. And so I'm getting an organism. It was light. And it's in this dark hole. And I can see it moving around. It's trying to find something. It's trying to find light or something. It, it's 
frantically trying to find its way out of the dark. And then all of a sudden it stops because it can, it can hear the light laughing and singing the vibration of that, that highest vibration. It can hear it. All of a sudden it knows, wait a minute, I just heard there's something out there that I need because I'm in this darkness. Now, if you're not familiar with this yet, with the whole ascension process, as you're ascending more into the fifth dimensional energy, you are manifesting like immediately, you know, really quickly. I got home from, oh, I'm going to finish the story in a second. <laughs> I got home from my walk and I was telling Michael this story. I said, Michael, you're not going to believe this. This, the draconians, this, it's just, it started as this organism of light that got lost in a dark hole. Now, this is just how I'm seeing it as my movie. And I hadn't yet received the rest of the story, what needed to happen. But I'm telling them this. I said, look, it, it was in the dark hole. And then it could hear, it got a sense of the light. And it's like, I got to have that. But somewhere it lost the knowing that I am that. And it became, I have to have that. In other words, taking it from, right? Harvesting. So I was telling Michael this, and I picked up my phone. I was going to show him a picture that I took up there, and somehow, I think it was Facebook popped up. Facebook popped up, and it popped up right to the Facebook page Unify. If you've not stumbled across Unify, it's amazing. Beautiful light workers there. So it popped up on Unify, and this was the message. I've just told Michael the story, and this is the message that popped up. According to quantum physics, a particle vibrating due to your sound when you speak can affect a molecule inside a star at the edge of the universe instantly. This phenomenon is known as quantum entanglement. The greatest illusion of this universe is the illusion of separation. I said, of course, oh my God, Michael, look at, and I read the message to him, and I said, that organism, just, I don't know why, that's just the word I got, that has always been light, but it forgot somehow or whatever. I don't know how that happened. I just saw it was in this big, dark, almost like the black hole. Like it just got lost in the darkness, right? How symbolic for a lot of us. So after all that happened, then I had a dream. I was like, all right, I'm going to, I want to dream tonight about what we need to do. What can I do? Because I don't want to be that angry, that angry Julia that's out there saying, wake up, everyone, wake up. <laughs> Fear, false evidence appearing real. Have you ever heard of that? It's actually true. False evidence appearing real. Like, how do I, you know, what do I do? So I dream. My dreams are vivid, which a lot of us are having vivid dreams. And I'm shown how we gather this ball of light it doesn't take anything from us. We're to gather the ball of light and we bless them with the light. And look, I just got chills. The blessing of the light helps them remember that they are the light. They don't have to take it from the light. They don't have to take it from other light beings. I hope this is all making sense. I had even seen this exercise for one of my uh, new videos for the Rainbow Crew. By the way, we are revamping the Rainbow Crew platform um, it has totally been taken down, and it just had to happen so that it actually could be 
what it is supposed to be. So one of the videos that I've seen is that I will be teaching the children to take balls of light. And you actually can do this. You can like, just, just imagine that you're grabbing light from the air, just grabbing light and take your hands like your palms are wide open and you're bringing your hands together. You really got to tune in, like maybe close your eyes and just go about three or four inches apart and then just start moving your hands slowly back and forth. You're going to feel something between your hands. So I was, I was having this dream that we create the ball of light and there's so much to go around and like blessing it. Like I was seeing blowing it out of our hands, like sparkles of light and blessing the dark beings. Cause they're not dark. They're dark right now just cause they're lost. Just cause they, they don't know that they're light blessing them with this light. And it sparks like it ignites something within them. It's like the spark in their heart gets ignited again. And then wait a minute. And that's how I was seeing everyone waking up. Either those who are under what I'm going to say, the control of this draconian energy and even the draconians themselves. So as I'm getting this, then I'm soaking in the tub this morning in my Epsom salts. And I'm seeing the whole Star Wars series and how Anakin, you know, chose to go to the dark at one point. And that through this whole series, all the movies we watched, you would never think that Darth Vader, there would be any light in that being at all. And how it ended, I don't want to be a spoil, I don't want to spoil it if someone hasn't seen it, but how else can you get the gist of what I was shown? <laughs> that at the end, when the series ended, he was able to see his own light again. Like it was profound. I said, oh my gosh, it's like, you're giving us clues all the time through movies, through books, on TV. You're giving us clues. And now that the veil is thinning, we can see the clues. So that totally took me out of this whole separatist thing. Because here's another thing. When God showed me that organism in that black hole, that it was a little white light and it was just trying to move around. It couldn't like get anywhere, but it had like a, I don't know how to explain it, a little round ball of light, but it had a little tiny little body behind it. Just not a body, just like a tube that moved around. I don't know. It's so hard, so hard to explain sometimes. I felt so much compassion for that being or whatever it is. It was desperate for light. I felt so much compassion. I could hear it screeching, almost like it, that was its way of crying, desperate for the light, that I just, I had so much compassion, but I had compassion in the way of, okay, what do we do, God, then? How do we return this being to the light instead of me giving my light to everyone, right? It's like giving my light away. What do we do? How do we ignite this light so that this being no longer has to take it from others? Yeah, and so then the whole Star Wars thing rolled in my mind this morning, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. So now my job, I feel, is to spread the gospel of light. It is the name of my next book, by the way. I've already started it. But now I understand why it hasn't been written yet, because I had to learn all of this. So it's not... We don't have to pull our blanket over our head and hide from this dark force. We stand in our power and we bless it with the light. 
we blessed it with the light. And I was seeing the children, not talking about any of that stuff, but just saying, look, did you know that you can bless people with a ball of light? I was just seeing all the little ones, like, you know, taking their hands and forming the little ball of light and, and just say, look, you can do this all day and bless everyone throughout your day. In fact, that is something I used to do. And then, you know, the spiritual up-leveling happened. And that doesn't mean I went backwards. That means I had to go learn some more. We're all going through all of this, what we might call speed bumps or, you know, forks in the road, plot twist, whatever word you want to say. I've just been showing complete gratitude for my awakening and seeing what's happening and also seeing all of the forces out there that are trying to bring things to light. And, you know, I, I posted something on social media recently. I said, do you feel like, you know, the indigo and crystalline you is like at battle? Because the, the, the indigo is like so pissed off, wants to fight. <laughs> like, Wake up. That's me. The indigo took over for a while. And the crystal's like, oh, I just can't take it. I'm just going to love everything. When we actually can have a more proactive approach in shifting all of this. Because this is the birth of new earth draconian energy, that darkness, that unhealed soul, the soul that lost its way, that forgot its light, can't be in that energy. And it's not that, boom, we're leaving y'all behind. It's like, we can shift this, even you. Just remember that you are a light being. So there are draconian forces that are running everything, by the way. Now, we do have light workers everywhere, too. So we have light workers in the media. You know, we have them in the news. We have them in the movies. We have them on uh, television shows. We have them in grocery stores. We've got light workers everywhere, but we also have draconian energy everywhere. So don't think, oh, my God, it's all run by the draconians. That is not the truth. But, you know, just seeing today, so the coronavirus, right? Everybody's like, well, well, a lot of people, we're kind of sick of this. We need to, you know... Let's, we're going to open up. Then, now there's an announcement that there's these murdering hornets. Now, do I think they exist? Probably. They probably invented them. <laughs> so, yes, probably. But how about you start turning your fear, your false evidence appearing real? Turn your fear into focus. Start focusing on what you want to create, this brand new earth, your new life. What if you take your bucket list and you decide that's going to be my new normal? I announced on social media that Michael and I are moving to Costa Rica. We are in the uh, planning that right now. We are working on that. And number one, I know the power of announcing something to the universe, but I just put on social media too. Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> but I also made the statement, you know, New Earth is not going to be like, here, we wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden New, new Earth's here and this whole thing is over with. All right? We are actively participating in this and shifting to new earth. And so I told Michael, you know what? I'm not, I don't know if this will ever happen again or what the case may be, but I know this. I would rather be on my dock talking to dolphins than sitting in this house in this city. And so it's just what I would rather be doing. So that's why I said, look, we're, we're doing this now. We're doing it. And I know it was 
it's all it's my fault that we're not there. I understand that. You really do have to take some ownership of wherever you are. You chose that to grow, learn. You know, let this coronavirus whole situation, let it light a fire under you. Like, what would I rather be doing? Maybe you would be rather be doing exactly what you're doing. Then that's wonderful. That's perfect for you. But there's some of us, it's lit something on, under us, and we're like, oh, okay, I got you. Well played, universe. Here I go. So I hope that I have <laughs> shed some light on something. Again, take it or leave it, totally up to you. Uh, whatever you resonate with, fine. What you don't, fine. If I did not at least speak about everything I just did, I would be get, doing a disservice to everyone. So many people are holding back because they don't want to piss anyone off. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. They don't want to scare anyone. And I hope to God you at least heard my message that this is all light. It's always been light. And it's time to turn up the fucking light. <laughs> turn on your light. Start blessing the darkness. Anything, anyone you see on TV, you say, I can't stand that, that person. Bless them with light. Because I can tell you, they don't even know that they're being controlled. I hope if you're listening to this, if they've been controlling your thoughts and keeping you in fear, I hope to God you hear it, that you snap out of it. You are so powerful. You are such a powerful light. And until all of the draconian energy understands they are light as well, they are still in the darkness. They do not want us to feel healthy. They do not want us to be wealthy. They do not want us to be, they don't want us to know how powerful our light is. Because they're fearful of that. If we know that, then we are going to have an aha moment. Ah, I know what's been going on. You programmed this shit in me. I feel myself from Lyme disease, no medication. I've taken myself off medication that put me on years ago for anxiety and depression, which just made me worse. I'm not telling you to get off your meds. I'm just saying our bodies can do so much for us when we allow it to. And when we stop our bullshit stories. I found myself in another one yesterday. We got on the motorcycle, went for a ride. Well, the old program for me was, it's allergy season. I'm starting to get stopped up. I actually was tested. I'm allergic to everything, pretty much everything on the planet, except for meat and vegetables. I'm allergic to every plant, mold, grass, tree, every animal. I'm basically allergic to the planet that I came to help create. And I just said, that, that's a hell of a program. Man, that's a doozy that, you, that I've taken on. And I'm going to start changing that right now because I healed everything else. I can heal myself from allergies. So I will keep you up to date on that. <laughs> keep you posted. I'm working on it. I just keep saying things like, my body is resilient. My body is resilient. My body is resilient. I embrace every tree. I embrace every grass. I embrace all of planet Earth. Like I've just been, again, I know what to do. So... Okay, I'm going to let you go for now. I know this was a, a long one. Thanks for listening. I hope this helps you wake up. I really do. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's cool. I just had to share. Because if I didn't, I don't think I could actually live with myself. <laughs> I must share my truth. I hope you do as well. And I'm sending massive, massive love to you. Start blessing Everyone with the ball of light, give them their light. Give them their light so that everyone wakes up. I'm blessing you with a big ball of light right now.
I love you so much. Namaste. Julia is now offering several ways that you can connect with her even more. She will be guiding those who join her on her Patreon page through channeled messages, transformational meditations, and even mini courses not offered anywhere else. Check out her latest offerings at patreon.com forward slash Julia Treat.